it's okay. It's okay. It's over. We're not fighting anymore. I'm gonna go home. I'll tell everyone you're good. I don't know what to do. My legs don't work. My mom isn't far. If you can get me to her, we can trade with you guys. We can be friends. I didn't know. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. What's your name? Get back behind the wall. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please, please. We can just talk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please, please. No, no, no. Please, no, please. Please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please. Countdown, can we? Like when we're together, when we're together, great. When we're separated, like at our own places, like the countdown is like awful. Well, we haven't been counting down when we're together. That's why. That's why I'm. It doesn't matter at all. I think it's funny. Don't worry about it. I'll fix it. Anyways, we're here to discuss the latest episode of The Last of Us. Well, not the latest episode, but uh, this episode was titled what now? That's what it's called? What I don't now? Even, oh, Endurance Survival. No, 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 I'm sorry. Something, something about holding my hand. Uh, hold on. Um, please, please to hold my hand. Please hold. Uh, play, please please hold, to hold my hand. Please hold to my hand. Please hold to my hand. Yeah, it's weird. That's a really okay. awkward title. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Well. What'd you guys think? I mean, <laughs> you're just like, yeah. I'm super glad that we're actually back in the storyline. As am I. Of Joel and Ellie, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that they actually, you know, when they come into the situation that they're coming into, you know, it's taken directly from the game. Like how intuitive that Joel was in this moment, knowing what was happening. Um, yeah. You know, and it throws her off. Um, she's like, how did you know? I, I think all of that was great. Um, the one thing that really bothers me, <laughs> this is probably because here we go. This is just this is probably just because of I'm not like the best gamer, but in the TV show, Joel always comes out on top. When like in this part in the game, I died like eight times <laughs> like, <laughs> before. <laughs> I'm like Joel just does it on his first time, and he's good. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> you're, so you're sitting there waiting for the death animation. <laughs> I really, I really think they should do that. At, you know, just like as a fake out at some point. Yeah. So Joel dies, and five minutes later, just spawns, and he comes back. It just re- it just starts over again, restarting at last checkpoint. <laughs> Maybe that's why they they released two episodes, you know, just so at the end, and then like boop. All right, we're gonna redo this anyway. Well, they didn't release two; they released one on Friday because they didn't want to compete with the Super. Understandable. Yeah. Th- when do these episodes release? I haven't been Sunday night. Sunday at seven. Oh. I, I've, I've been waiting until Sunday. I thought they were Wednesdays. <laughs> I thought it was not. Whatever. They release on Sunday night. 
So I yeah, they didn't want to compete with the Super Bowl, so they just released it a week early, which I'm fine with. Normally, when they do these things, it's like, oh, we're skipping a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We're 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 taking you know midwinter break. We'll be back in two months. Like Walking Dead did that all the time. Yeah, they did whatever they wanted. Yep. So here it's just like, well, we're gonna release the episode two days early. Here you go, guys. Well, Enjoy I think the Super Bowl. I think they're just trying to make up for episode three. <laughs> Please don't run away from us. Here, we'll give you an episode. Up 2.4 million viewers to rub salt in those wounds to the two of you. Yeah, I understand that. But it's not, like I said last time, it's not counting the viewers who stopped watching. No one left. Okay. No one stopped watching. No, you said no, you said nobody unsubscribed. You said nobody unsubscribed from HBO. Yeah, of course. The numbers are up 2.4 million. Do you have do you have cameras in this people's houses? This never happens. Okay. Breaking Bad it did. This never Breaking huh? Bad it did. Breaking Bad is the only other show that increased this much. Mm. In history. Okay. So I'm going to say, um, after, so I'm watching this episode, and I, I'm glad that I'm the one who hasn't played the game, uh, because you guys are, you know, you're going through, you're like, oh, I love this, I love that, and just like this, and just like it's the same person who played this character, or whatever. Like, that's great, that's fine. However, because of the nature of this being a video game, a, a show based off of a video game, it's very obvious that that's what it is. So I remember we talked about like the first episode and it was like, oh, I can't fit through there. Oh, well, so you're going to have to go through and then come around. They do it again in this in this episode. And it's like this was clearly adapted from a video game. Like when he's like, I can't get through the hole. You're going to have to move this thing so I can open the door. Like it's it's very it's very thick. <laughs> That it's a video game. And, and I'm okay with it because it makes me go, oh, I bet you that's just like the game. But it's... No, I, I did the same thing. I was like, oh my God. Like they, really? keep, they keep doing it. And it's like for anybody who's, who, if, you know, you have an inkling of a thought that this is based off of a video game. It's like, well, here's the confirmation. This must be shot for shot, you know. Um, so I'm okay with it. But being the outsider here, I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yep, duh. You know, that's... I just wanted to share that because that was the one thing I thought was interesting about this is they they did it again and again in this episode. Well, that's the I'm thing. Like, okay, but that's the thing too is even in the TV show, in the game, the gameplay was secondary. The Very much. Storyline was primary. In this right. too, everything else is secondary, and the storyline is still primary, which is what people are drawn to. Um, you know, so I I do want to. I do want to, um, because we're getting into it, and I feel like I can ask this question to Lee now without giving a whole lot away. Uh, uh, Chuck, you can a- answer after, but the outsider's perspective, um, the how do you feel about the bonding experience between Joel and Ellie? You're asking me? Yes. Um, I'm asking you. I want. I want to get your thoughts on it first before I ask Chuck because you're the outsider. Mm-hmm. So I want to know fresh eyes. What is that like for you? How you feeling about it? Um. So so. I can see how for a video game this is fantastic. From a storing storytelling angle, it's kind of cliche. You know, I mean the the dialogue between the two of them, her dropping f bombs every now and again. No, I wouldn't expect that. It's not always done in in film or, you know, anything 
um, like this for drama stuff. Where you have like a you know twelve year old kid who's just dropping f bombs left and right, like casual swearing like that. Um, but I'd say like the relationship building there, it's obvious that he's gonna be tough. You're just cargo, and then over time they're gonna connect, you know. And um, thanks a lot, Chuck, for using this show to to give us dad jokes. Um, because it, you even failed, it was, which was funny. Like you you set it up wrong, and you're like, nope, nope, sorry, I just gave you the punchline. But um, I think the last time you did that was during was Ghostbusters Afterlife when you were ripping on or like when you were stealing her jokes from that too but um, yeah I'd say um, I like that I'm seeing the characters start to connect but I am not shocked that that's what they're doing because obviously they have to do that and they're going to do that I mean you can't have two characters I mean whether it's a buddy cop movie or anything like that you can't have two characters that start off one way and they don't like each other or one doesn't like the other and then by the end there's a fondness there's a there's a a, a love that's you know blossomed between them Chuck how you feeling? Is it too quick? Because for me, it's too quick. Is it too quick? I'm going to be really honest. Is it for me, it's too quick. It takes a long time for them to get to this point in the game. Well, they've... Uh, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen here. Like, by the end of this episode, she makes the joke about the diarrhea, and they both start laughing, and they, you know, they drift off to sleep, and it's that, you know, perfect moment for the two of them. And, like, it, everything is kind of coming together. It takes a little longer in the game. It does. Like, there's another character. Like, there's, there's, a, there's, there's, there's a situation that happens, and there's another character that comes along that kind of facilitates this. It doesn't happen here. It's, I, I think it's a little too soon, personally. I mean, we're what? We're halfway through. We're on episode four. There's nine, ten, yeah. ten episodes. Yeah, so... So I think that's why they're doing that. But they're also jumping around um, with the storyline as well. They're doing things like, what was it, episode two when they're in the hotel and she's playing, you know, she's ringing the bell and, you know, talking to that. She's pretending to be a bell. Yeah, that happened further on in the game and it happened very quick. It happened after Tess dies in the game. Yes. It happens before Tess yeah. dies in the TV show. Um, so they're they're changing that stuff up a little bit. Do I, I don't think they I think that I think they're doing that because there's only ten episodes. However, if you played the game straight through and didn't die, it'll take you about fifteen hours to do the whole game. They could with these TV shows being an hour and some of them an hour and twenty minutes and taking out some of the extra stuff that happens in the game, um, they could have literally just kept the same storyline, and it would and it would have been fine. They had to change things up, though. Um, they had to give a episode that, you know, regardless of where we sit on it, it had nothing to do with the storyline, which that was the biggest thing for me outside of everything else. Um, maybe, maybe I'm just weird about it because in the game. The situation happens where there is an attacker. He gets the upper hand on Joel, and Ellie comes along and shoots him. Yep. He is livid he's, in the he's game. He's mad. He's not happy about this at all. He's very upset. He's very mad in the game, and he's like, I'm glad I didn't get my head blown off by an idiot kid. Like, he's berating her for this. 
And then there's a whole maybe three hours of gameplay before he finally comes back around and says, okay, maybe it's a good idea for you to have a gun. Like, there's a lot of time that passes between those two events. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe, maybe Chuck is right. Maybe they're just doing it for the sake of the show to, like, because there's only nine episodes. But for me, it just felt really rushed. Like, it, for the whole point of the story in the game was for all of these little moments that we're seeing on the show to kind of, like, marinate. Mm. And you carry that with you. Like, while you're going through the gameplay, you're carrying the weight of what Ellie did with you. And it's just, like, sitting with you. And you're thinking about it. And it's marinating. And then finally, oh, there's the moment where Joel opens up a little bit. And I don't know, I just, for it to go from, like, one thing to another, and for Ellie to, to shoot the guy here, and then immediately he's, like, bonded to her, and, like, he teaches her how to hold a gun the right way, it was just like, this is a little rushed. It, for me, per, for me, it was a little I, I do agree with you in, this, in that sense, too, you know, where it's, there, you do, there is a sense of you're losing the weightiness that's in the game by watching the TV show. But you're you're also not playing the character yeah. of Joel. You're watching the character yeah. of Joel. Um, but I don't. I mean, he still gives her. You know, he still gets mad at her for doing it, and then later on, gives her the gun. Um, it's definitely not right away, but he still gets mad at her for doing it. And th- but th- it is quick though. It is like, oh yeah, you know, and then the game. She kills him. In the TV show, he kills the guy. You know, so it's they are doing some subtle changes like that as well, too. I guess. But that was but that was the weight that so. Ellie had, too. Where she killed the guy, she felt super bad. She also was like, oh, that could have been Joel. I could have killed Joel. In this one, she didn't kill anybody. In this no. scene. So that was the... But she still feels bad because she knows what's about to happen. Well, now, so because the many, guy's dying how, now because of her. How many Go games ahead, do they have? Two. 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 So are you guys... There's still, going to be a third. Are you guys still on, on the belief track that each season is going to be one game? I am. Okay, or do you so, think, or do you uh, think they're going to yeah, try to stretch it uh, out? More than, more than likely, more than likely, and without giving anything away, I won't do that. They've already hinted to some game two story. Well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying that they're not. I wasn't suggesting they weren't going to use the second game. My question is, do you think that they're going to end this season the same way that the game one ends? Yes. Or, okay. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. You still think yes. that? Okay. Yes, I'm just I'm just looking at it's timeline a, it's wise a, it's because a, it's only it's nine a, it's episodes. A, you know they're cutting things down pretty short. I can't imagine them ending the season any other way than they ended the game. I can't imagine because it's such a it, it's it's the perfect cliffhanger for TV. Okay, I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. The story beat where they end the game is the perfect cliffhanger for ending a season of television. I will say that. It's perfect. So, there is that. Anyways, I love the way the episode opens. I love that Ellie's pointing the gun in the mirror. I love that Joel's outside doing the whole gas thing, and immediately we get a joke. I didn't write the first joke down, so if either one of you, Chuck, do you remember the well, first joke? I'm sure joke Chuck told? knows. I don't remember. 
Oh, he doesn't. Anyways, I I did get the second one. What did the mermaid wear to the to her math class? An LG bra. <laughs> An LG bra. <laughs> and you can tell, like the, as soon as she did that, I was like, oh god, they're 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 pushing this forward because Joel wants to laugh. Like he so desperately wants to laugh at this, but he just can't bring himself to because it's so ridiculous. She goes on. She's like, I stayed up all night wondering where the sun went, and it and then dawned, it dawned on me. On that me. one's great. Yeah. That one's fantastic. <laughs> that is so old, though, Chuck. You've known that one. I know, but it's still great, though. It's. Still... I sent you that one like a year and a half ago. But it's still. Then... You love Lee. Well, you I kept... love puns. I understand mm-hmm. that, but they're. It's like we've already laughed at these ones, and you're bringing them up. But listen, here, here's. But they're still. They're so good that there's the the whole they're point of funny. dad jokes. I know, is especially over especially over in again. this context, right? Listen. And when you hear them over and over again, the funny thing about dad jokes is. It's like when you see Ghostbusters Afterlife and you see an 11 or 12-year-old girl saying the dad joke. That's what makes it funny. And the dad not and right. now the dad not laughing at it. That's right. so, what makes it satire and funny. So just to give everybody context of what's going on and why we're doing everything remote today, um, I'm actually down here at the Cape visiting with my father. We're going to hang out here, cook some amazing food because we both really enjoy cooking. Um, we've got some, we got a big roast that we're doing. We got some stir fry we're doing. We're pretty pumped. Um, we got everything pretty much ready to go and prepped. But while we're down here, um, I started throwing some of my dad jokes at him and he's just like, he basically said, I, I should have wore a condom. Like, he's just like, why, <laughs> why, why is this happening to me? Um, because I, I, one of them, he he actually surprisingly turned around. I've, I've been, I walked up to him. I left it very, very much like a regular conversation. I was like, oh, I'm not sure if you heard. I know it's not really your thing, so you don't buy anything for kids anymore. But I don't know if you heard about the big sale that they're having at the Lego store today. And he goes, no, why? What's going on? I'm like, well, people are lined up for blocks. <laughs> and... He's like, all right, that's actually pretty good. But then everything else after that, he just wasn't taken. And it's it's funny when when the kid is telling the dad dad jokes, and the dad's like, oh, this is horrible. But I know the thing is, if the dad said it first, then he would be rolling around laughing. Oh, right. Um, you know. Yeah. Obviously, you, you heard about uh, the group of dwarves that tried to uh, rob the butcher shop. They uh, they ended up backing out because the stakes were too high. <laughs> Anyway, I'm known as the dad joke guy at work, and I That's don't why I mind, was like, I don't you mind love that at all. Puns. I can't believe you're like scoffing at this. Like, it's, you it's just, just like, yeah, we've heard these it's before. It's just that they're, they're old and, and overdone. I'd love to hear some new But ones. that's the point, though, is the world ended in 2003. So all yeah. they have is... All they have is stuff from 03. Nothing today is relevant. And what makes it even better is, like, he knows them. Like, yeah. we learn later that he knows a lot of these, which makes everything even funnier. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the one that he calls that's like, uh-huh. Because <laughs> he used to be... Because he was Ellie's going through... Ellie's in the... Ellie's in the back of the truck, and she's going through a bunch of Bill's things, and she comes across a cassette tape, Hank Williams. Same song they play in the yep. game. Mm-hmm. She finds the cassette tape in the game, same song. And like I said, she finds the magazine. She's going on about that. She has quite the pages are stuck together. How do you walk He's with that He's freaking thing? out about the whole, whole thing. He's like, uh, 
Uh, I'm just messing with you. She tosses it out the window. Bye-bye, dude. And it's exactly like in the game. She does the same thing in the game. Bye-bye, dude. And the magazine goes flying out the window, and that's the end of that. (laughs) Go ahead, Chuck. You had something to say. I think I I I was just watching the... This is what's coming up next week. Because I thought this was on... Last on episode, th- the end of episode three, but I think it was coming up on episode four is what I saw. Because they gave you a sneak peek. They pull off to, they, they, okay. They pull off to the side of the road. They're, they're, they're in the woods now. They're getting ready to turn it in for the night. They eat 20 year old beef ravioli. Now, and a lot good. of people might think that a lot of people might think that it would go bad. Surprisingly, canned foods don't go bad. Yeah, they're like Twinkies. They'll last forever because they're so high in sodium. Yep. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's they're preserved. Crazy. Sure. Um, they're not gonna start a fire because Joel is worried about people who would come with more in mind than just to rob them. And then eventually they start to go to sleep. Do they though? No, why they did don't. the scarecrow why did the scarecrow get an award? And that's when yeah. That's when he knew. And Joel answers because he was outstanding in the field. And Ellie is over the moon that he knows this. Like, she's so happy. And that's what makes this so great. Was, like, he made her day just mm-hmm. by ending this joke. And I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Now, Did the he thing fall right asleep, there, though, though? Is just, he didn't fall asleep. No. He pretended to go to no. sleep just he so not he could stay up because he was worried. But he did say, when he repeated, you know... There's nothing out here, or whatever the line was. When he repeated it, you could tell that he was he was trying to convince himself. her himself. Eh, not so much well, himself. I, I think yeah, he knew right. that he was her. playing a save. It was more to convince her, and then he's like, "I'm just gonna stay up and keep watch overnight." But yeah, Chuck, you have anything? No, I agree. I'm on you. I'm on the same page as you guys. Yeah, yeah, just like Lee said. He doesn't sleep a wink because we see him later on. He is out there standing guard with his gun in hand, just looking out into the distance at absolutely nothing. I, I, I Yeah, it's, it's something else. The next morning, Ellie wakes up and she goes over to, <laughs> to a percolator and she has no idea what this is. I'm not sure most kids today would have any idea what a percolator is. They're pretty ancient at this point. Yep. Well, I mean, unless you're camping. It's camping gear. Anyways. Yeah, but kids don't know what <laughs> camping is today. Uh, no, no, no. My kids do. Okay. The majority of this generation doesn't Normal know. Normal kids don't know what camping is. Doesn't know what <laughs> camping is. That's messed up. Anyways. I, I, say, opens up. I say we make America camp again. Joel, Joel opens up a little bit about Tommy. Says, yeah, he was a joiner. He joined the army, got shipped off to Desert Storm. Then the outbreak happened. He joined up with the Fireflies. We went to Boston. He Tommy is took off a, for those who don't Joel's know. Brother, Joel's brother. Exactly. Joel's brother. Went through the whole thing. And now he's out there. He's by himself. And Joel's basically going out there basically just to try to, you know, find him and make sure that he's okay and alive. That's that's the new mission. <laughs> not part of the game though. <laughs> not a hundred percent part of the game. No. Not at all. Not at all. In the game, they have... You never really know, like, why they had a falling out. But in the game, they have a falling out, and they basically want nothing to do with one another. Hmm. Like, there's even talk about, like, while they're on their way... While Joel and Ellie are on their way to see Tommy, there's even some talk about, I don't know what he's going to do. 
He might hug me. He might shoot me in the face. Joel really isn't sure how this is going to go. It's like Jacob and Esau. (laughs) A little different. (laughs) (laughs) So Joel doesn't have a whole lot of kind words about the fireflies. He thinks that the entire idea of saving the world is all a pipe dream. He tells Ellie to get some sleep. And just like a kid, she says, I'm not tired. And then we cut to a shot of her passed out. Mouth agape. <laughs> exactly. I, I like that transition. It was perfect. It was it was perfect yes. for the comedic effect and I and spot on. Now mind you, zero of this happened in the game. I'm fine with that. No, that happened in the game. I don't remember oh, this happening. Her going to sleep. In the woods? I don't remember yeah. that. The woods didn't happen. No. The woods didn't happen. The whole conversation about Tommy didn't happen. But he does tell her. Why don't you get some sleep? And she's like, I'm not even tired. But then you cut to her. That was, yes, but that was in the truck. And they did that twice when they're in the truck. The the truck truck. scene, yes. But this, this out in the woods scene never happened. No, none of it. None of it. I like it though. I like the addition. Yeah. I like the addition. I like it better than what they, I actually like it better than what they actually did. But now we get to where they come to a blockade in the road and they have no other choice but to turn around and double back and find another exit. They see, they, they're, they're driving down the road, and they don't notice the pile of burning corpses that are off to the side. Nope. <laughs> they don't notice all Piles. That. There's a young man, there's a young man who's hurt, quote unquote, screaming for help. Yeah. Joel knows the, this is an ambush. The city. yeah. Yep, Joel knows this whole thing is an ambush, tells Ellie to fasten her seatbelt, guns, guns the gas, almost takes him out. There's the ambush. People come from flying out of nowhere. They crash into a Throwing shop. cinder blocks he, on the windshield. Yeah. What's wrong with the cinder block? Nothing's wrong with the cinder block. I'm saying, like, that's how it starts. Like, basically, right after that, you see the dude up top, and you just next, next thing you know, there's a cinder block in their windshield. I'm like, okay, here we go. And it's, it's funny because, now, again, I'm always going to compare this show to Walking Dead because that's the, that's the first... Don't roll your eyes. No, the reality is this. That show was the first zombie, like, dramatic zombie TV show, all right? And I was Mm -hmm. fully invested for the first, like, three, maybe four seasons. Um, So I'm looking at it and saying, like, the whole thing that we get to is the show is no longer about zombies. It's about people fighting people for resources so they can survive with these slow, stupid zombies going around. You know, I, I always describe it as um, imagine it's a bunch of people fighting where there are alligators everywhere. Like, you know, they're just like crawling around, you know, don't go near them. You know, just, oh, watch out. There's an alligator here. Oh, OK. Avoid the alligator. Got it. Um, but it's all about people against people fighting for resources. They had another show like this called Evolution or no, sorry, Revo- Revolution. Whatever the heck that was. The one, it had um, uh, Giancarlo Esposito in it as well. Um, I remember referring to him as not Obama when he was in it. Um, that was very short-lived, wasn't it? It was. Like it did not last long. It was, yeah. but it was the same idea. It was basically the, the, the power that. went out. Everybody lost power. It's like, what's the world like if there was no power anymore? And it's like, whoa, everybody's on horses. It was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but obviously no zombies. Nobody cared. Anyway whole point I'm getting at is we're, we're seeing these this colony, if you will, of people that are looking out for themselves. Now, I'm wondering, you see this main character 
um, this character, I, I referred to her as Beth because she was Beth in Detroit Rock City, and that's how she'll always be, I think. I think it was that, right? That's who she is. It blew your mind, right? I think she was Rose oh in Two and a Half Men oh, or something was it? Was oh, the character's name. Wow. I never watched the show, but yeah. You remember Detroit Rock the City, right? The main character in this show? Yes! The, no, not the main. Oh, she's the, the like the leader. Melanie the one, Linsky. He's yeah, talking yeah. about Melanie Linsky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it Melinda? I thought Melanie. Was, oh, I didn't think it was Melanie. Okay, yeah. Anyway, her. Yeah, so I remember her as Beth. You know, the one that uh, Mimi Siku liked <laughs> in Detroit Rock City Jam. Um, the drummer. The, I gotta rewatch that movie. That movie was hilarious. Um, anyway. <laughs> I, I love that movie. Elvis. Um, <laughs> so she's there, but the thing is, like, she is trying to look out for her people, and if she knew it was just, like, this dude and a little girl, she probably wouldn't have said, go kill them. But all these dudes are doing who are guarding the city is just trying to kill them. Help, 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 I need help. And then it's like, you don't even know who's in the truck. You don't realize it's a dude and a little girl. It's not like a group of mercenaries, which they think it is. So it's like, it, it, it's kind of, everybody is just, if you're not part of our group already, we don't want anything to do with you. So everybody's an enemy unless they're already here. Um, which is a bit different than, than the um, direction The Walking Dead went where they would, like, check the people out first, you know, to a point. So, I don't know. This this group of people would be, like, the governor and his people. Just, they didn't the, check people the, out. They would just capture people, kill them if they needed to. Like, she was... The governor and his people? Or are you thinking Negan? Oh, I guess Negan was more like, you work for us, you're our slaves. And I don't remember the governor just killing people. I mean, not in the beginning like that. He got a little nuts later on when he found out he had heads in aquariums and all that fun stuff. What I'm saying is there were groups of people. There were always, like, mercenary people in Walking <clears throat> Dead that were, you know, captured and killed just because they weren't part of... The people who were asking questions was Rick and his crew, not the other crews. Right. So, and that's my point here is if they're trying to paint these people as like humans, you know, like real people, they should have painted them yes. more like Rick. And there should have I, I would have appreciated something more like that story where, hey, they're checking this out and, you know, maybe Joel jumped the gun and that's why they attacked him. But the fact that they were just attacking what? him right off the bat makes me not have any sympathy for these people because clearly they were sent out there just to kill anything that came near their town. Well, when you live for 20 years under a fascist dictatorship, I wouldn't trust any outsiders. Either. A, a dude and a, and a little girl in a truck? They don't know who it is, though. They don't know that. I know, and that's, their, that's the problem. All they, they didn't do enough. And, they're looking, and they're, looking, they're, they're looking for somebody who actively worked against them so that they couldn't like, establish any kind of uprising. A whole lot of people died because of this fascist uh, regime that was that was in control of Fedra out here. I wouldn't trust anybody coming into town. And all they know, too, is the people that Joel and Ellie just killed are now laying in front of her, and all she sees is dead people. Yes. So that's, her first that's thought— That's now. What? That's now. I'm talking about before that. Those dudes that just straight up attacked them. What, the little trip tra track? Like, oh, oh, it's a—you know, help me, I'm in pain. Maybe Joel jumped. So maybe the, the whole point is that Joel jumped the gun by yes. just trying to drive past the dude. You know, like maybe that's what it was, and that's well, why they, they were attacked. also they also wanted 
they had a truck that drove. They had supplies, mm-hmm. so they were also right. wanted all their supplies too. So they were willing to kill for all of that stuff. Yeah, but then you have the kid yes. who who was like, "I'll bring it to my mom. We can make a trade. Here, you like my knife? Take my knife." Like, that's I mean, because that, he's that, that's that's only because he's on the verge of because dying. he was right. I understand. Take that, that away, but, and it would have been completely different. I know. I completely understand because he was the exact opposite two seconds before. You know, he's like, you He was going to kill him. I know. He was going to kill Joel. Because Joel killed the other two dudes. And that's the thing is like, you're put put us in that situation. You know, the three of us are doing our thing and whatever. And some dudes come in and, you know, let's just say, let's just put you in that position, Will, for a sec. You know, Chuck and I get shot. Because we were being jerks and shooting at somebody, and then you come out there. What are you going to think? I'm somebody came and attacked us. Like that's the whole that's the whole point. It's like it's it's it depends. All, it, it no no no. You can't just do that. It depends on what we've been through before that. Uh-huh. All three of them were there for if the we, same reason. If the reason. three of us, if the three of us had just hang, on, if the three of us had just come out of a situation where it's like we're being round, well, we're we're being tortured. We're being held captive. This is this is a fascist dictatorship where we've been, you know, killed and, and enslaved for, for 20 plus years. If I was coming out of that, I would not ask questions. I'm protecting my yeah. own. This is our group. We're not trusting outsiders. We don't know who they called. We don't know who else knows. We're looking for somebody who turned against us. We're looking for a turncoat right now. We don't know what he's doing. We're not, I'm not asking questions. I'm past the point of asking questions. I'm protecting the people that I'm protecting the people within my community. Right now. That's my first, that's my first, that's my first thing. Now if we're, if, and if, you know what, and if that makes me, you know, the bad guy, if I would have to be the bad guy of the group, like, listen, Will, I don't have the stomach for this. You got to go. I would do it. I would do it to protect the two of you right. in a heartbeat. Now, Absolutely. here's the thing is if we took I'll be the if bad we took guy. this scenario and put it in today's actual world, then what Lee is saying is 100 percent correct. <laughs> but you, you got to look at the context of where they're at. The context of where they're at is all three of yes. them were there to get they were there scoping out everything that was going on and if they could get supplies if they could get those things if they could get a working truck if they could get those things they would kill to get it so that way they could put it into their into their all their arsenal and stuff like that um right joel just happened to know what was going on and he got the upper hand and you know the crash with the car when he goes through the wall and crash that's all in the game i thought it was perfect um, in yes. the game, there was more than three people. There was like eight. <laughs> you just no in the game. It's an you army ambush. That's the, that's and that's that's one of the differences. Now yeah. Yeah. I know Lee. You've played a little bit of it. Uncharted, just mindless enemies coming at you. Bang, 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 and encounters over. Same concept in The Last of Us when you get to this encounter. Enemies, enemies, enemies. Bang, bang, bang. They're they're nameless. Whatever. They're 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 not humanized whatsoever. Well, That's here, basically here they're humanized what because in the each game. and every one of them had a name, and somebody shouted it out at one point. <laughs> he shot Frank. But all he of, shot you're Billy. Right. right. But like, all of these people <laughs> in this whole thing, if you watch the um the little five minute conversation at the end, these two episodes, episode four, episode five. Um, they gave more credence to this group of people because it was after this actual scene where the car crashes and Joel and Ellie and Joel kills them. Um, you don't hear from them ever again. 
They actually added no. this to the storyline that was never there. Um, we're leaving. Yeah, it was. We're out. We're done. <laughs> we're, we're moving forward. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know what I do like, and to Lee's point, because I'm glad he brought it up, because I wasn't even the Cinder Block. Now in the <laughs> game. It's. I'm not kidding either. In the game, it's just a brick. <laughs> like, look, there's Let's just a guy. A little he's, bit more. There, there's just. It's just a like same thing. It's a guy, cinder block ah, from thirty feet up. Help! Help! And Joel's like, he's not even hurt, and he hits the gas, and then just like a brick comes out of nowhere, and you're driven off the road because of it. Just a brick. Now, I'm glad at least here it was a cinder block. Will, so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you brought that up, man. Will, do you? remember the story that my my father-in-law told about the about the moose listen <laughs> your father-in-law told a lot of stories so and, um, and there was no, usually a lot of alcohol involved one. across the board so you don't remember this one so my father-in-law lived in alaska and one of his buddies <laughs> I'll, I'll keep Thank you. i'll keep it short <laughs> um <laughs> And he lived in Alaska, and one of his buddies was, you know, having drinks and whatnot. And he's like, oh, I'm going to drive back home. They're like, you shouldn't. He's like, oh, I am. And he got in his <coughs> truck and just started driving. And as he was driving, he thought somebody threw a brick at his windshield, you know, at, at his car. He's like, somebody threw a brick at me. And, like, whatever. But he didn't see the brick. He didn't know what was going on. He's like, well, whatever. He gets back home because they all shared a house. And... Pulls into the driveway and sits there for a bit, and the other guys come out like, "Hey, man, you all right?" And he goes, "Yeah, man. Somebody, th somebody threw like a brick at my truck or something." And they're like, "Yeah, well, your windshield is smashed. It's it's like half gone. So clearly something happened." So they're like, "Get out of the car!" And they couldn't open. He couldn't open the passenger door. Once they pried it open, they looked, and there was a moose head sitting on the passenger floor. <laughs> which is blood like blood and a moose head the dude hit a moose and the head got lobbed off and it was sitting on the, on the passenger side floor how <laughs> i don't know is do you the, know do you know how strong a moose is that man must have been very intoxicated to not realize yes. he took the head of a moose off and it's sitting there staring at him as he drives home <laughs> There's so much wrong with the story. I know, and there's more to it. Like the way that the way that my father-in-law tells a story is is cinematic. It's amazing, but that's the gist of the story, and it's, even just that alone is amazing. So I guess they all took pictures of them with the moose head, like, "Hey, look at me," and I can whatever. whatever. I can they're they're mil the military men, military men I living in Alaska. <gasps> I can imagine the two of us sitting there hammered listening to the story like, what? <laughs> oh, he, he had some good stories, man, from the Air Force and from Alaska. Yeah, nuts. Oh, man. Anyway, it was not a, it was not a brick or a cinder block. It was a moose head. <laughs> but, yeah, that... I, I, do, I do like the cinder block a lot better than, than just a brick. <laughs> it's, it, it works so much better. What are you saying, Chuck? That is a moose Ed. Ed. <laughs> Anyways, so they crash. Joel immediately wants Ellie to hide, and she does. And Joel takes everybody out, well, two people out, and then one guy comes in out of nowhere and attacks him, gun pressed to Joel's throat. Ellie comes out of nowhere, shoots him. He doesn't die. Joel takes the gun away from her, 
tells her to get back behind the wall. And he's crying, begging for his life, begging for his mommy, throws his knife, <laughs> get back behind the wall, and you just hear him cry even more, and then silence, and he's just dead. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I, you know what? That scene was really well done. <coughs> yes. I, I don't know what else to say about it, because the dude was, like, begging for his life. Ellie was just, you know, she was trying to be tough, but she was also just like, this dude is crying out for help. I I understand why he needs to die, but I also feel really bad because, you know, he is a human and he's begging for his life. And she does what she's told because Joel has, Joel is Joel. And yeah, it, it, I mean, there's no other way to put it. The, the reality is that was a hard decision for her to just like trust him and not try to beg him to keep the dude alive. And having not played the game, I'll say that I was like maybe 60, 40, whether he would live or not. Oh, but, but when, when he died, I was like, well, duh, you know, like, so I wasn't surprised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have no comments. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I just figured maybe she would like beg him to like, you know, chill out. But they weren't at that level of of trust no, with each other she, yet. Yeah, where Joel she, did not. She gets it. Yeah, she gets. She it. gets exactly. It. I'm pretty sure, like, okay, we're we're in the middle. We just got attacked. This guy attacked us. People are dead. He's he's bleeding out. Even she must have some understanding that they're not walking out of that situation alive if no. she speaks up like hey no. and even if she did two dudes dead there's no way injured. joel listens yeah jo- shut up you dumb kid and get back behind the wall cargo. Yeah. <laughs> like so she just oh and then, and then yeah and then yeah hey can you move that desk i can't get through the door <laughs> hold on you need to go in that you hole because many... i'm clearly so... too big but you can fit through it uh <laughs> you don't know how many times in the game you help her over a fence. You help her up a ledge. You have to bring her from one body of water to another on a um on a pallet. Yes. You, like like it happens all throughout the game. It's yeah. ridiculous. I can't get to that space, but you can. Go ahead. Like so it's it's insane. You said you watched. Go Uncharted, unlock that right? door. Hmm? You said you watched Uncharted, right? No, I, I did. played oh. all four. You did, and you said it wasn't oh, that you great. Did. Yeah, I I heard that they try to do the gameplay stuff. I remember seeing they do. I do one remember... section of gameplay stuff. Okay, was that when he was like jumping from cargo to cargo, getting back in? The... Yeah, that, that was right in the trailer. I'm kind of like, ah, that's from the game, and I I remember that. Like, duh, you know it, they they played it off like that. Did you guys? Did did either of you guys watch the Pedro Pascal thing I sent you? Not yet. I want to though. Yes. Oh, okay. You watched that and it was fantastic, right? Yes. <laughs> What's your name? It's a me, Mario. <laughs> He's milking this. It is amazing. He's milking this. It's basically ripping on um on this show, The Last of Us, and it's just like, oh, what what other what other video games can we dramatize? And have you guys it's, seen it's Doom? Amazing. <laughs> Uh, I was with you, and we f- oh, all fell asleep trying to watch that movie at midnight. <laughs> the the three-hour part one. No, 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 not yes. Dune. I, I know. Th- not Dune. 
Doom. Oh, Doom. oh I thought you said Dune. With The Doom. Rock. Um, with, with Dwayne that Johnson. Came out, I, I believe that came I know out even, in I know even, 2006. I know even... I know even The Rock makes fun of himself for making that movie, so there's no way that I'm ever going to watch it. I will say the yeah, movie itself is dumb, but there is the part where they actually go into first per- they actually go into first person person shooting mode and you have right. 5 minutes where it looks just like the game and they actually yeah. do a decent job with it. Outside of that, the movie the storyline is dumb. I mean, it's they tried. I trust you, but the but I want to see. I, I, I trust you. I want to see a Duke Nukem movie. <laughs> That's just basically <laughs> Doom Four. <laughs> I know. I want to see. I want. I want to see a Metroid movie. Oh, dude, that would be sick. That would be amazing. That would be. So I think they awesome. could do. I think they would do a really good job. Now, who do you think they would movie? cast for Samus if they did that? Scarlett Johansson. I mean, I mean, if she's done with Disney, you know what? Now's, your, now's the chance, right? You know what? If she would be yeah. awesome, Duke. Yeah, I'm actually still thinking about Duke Nukem. Oh my god! I mean, gosh. you know what? You know what? In all honesty, <laughs> in all honesty, I like 30 years ago, I would have said Linda Hamilton. Easy. Oh, absolutely. Easy. Th- that's, like that's she would have been years perfect ago. for that role. Yeah. But today, yeah, I'd say yeah, maybe Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. Scarlett Johansson would make it. Yeah. What, what rating do you think Duke? I'm I'm, I'm still stuck on the whole Duke Nukem 3D thing. What Duke rating Nukem would be? Would be t- what rating would be, do you that think would be that would be? That'd be TVMA. Yeah. It would be a made-for-TV movie. You can just and- see the the character has two backpacks, one full of cash. Every time he found a girl, he would just pay her to flash him. I mean, that's like that's that's what the game was, and you know, every guy then was doing that during that game on PC. Like, dude, pay the money. You go up to every. Movie poster was just it was awful. <laughs> I I actually never played anything beyond um, geez, what which one was it? I played Duke Nukem Forever. I think I I, I played the first ten minutes of it. I'm just like I'm all set. <laughs> I played Duke like, Nukem 3D. He, he starts off and he goes to the bathroom. Like he walks Duke up Nukem to a 3D. urinal, and I think the opening credits was him just standing at a urinal peeing. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm all set. <laughs> Oh boy, ridiculous! Yep. Absolutely ridiculous! Absolutely. So yeah, so now this guy's dead, and uh, Ellie, she's crying to herself. She's trying to hide her tears and hide her emotions away from Joel, and even Joel's looking at her like, "Uh, this is gonna be rough." So they agree that they're gonna try to get somewhere so they can get a better view of what's going on, and then we meet Kathleen, who's played by uh, Melanie Linsky. Yep. Now, I have to say. Melanie Linsky, first of all, the fact that you even brought up Detroit Rock City. That's the only thing I remember her from. That's the first thing I saw her in. I am watching another television show called Yellow Jackets. Mm. Not going to give anything about that that because we're not doing that show here. Huh? Is that a Marvel show? No. No, it's not. It's not like Ant-Man's worst enemy. (laughs) (laughs) No. 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 It's a show about it's a show about some some women who get lost out in the woods and a lot of crazy things happen out in the woods. There are some supernatural elements to it, blahzy 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 blah, and they end up coming back to you know real life and is doing this back and forth thing. What happened in the woods? What's going on in modern times? What happened in the woods? And it's going back back and forth about a thirty year time span. You said what's happening and in the woods and what's going on in modern times? You mean so is it a past yeah, and it present? It goes back and forth thirty years. Uh, okay. 
not not so uh, well okay, not okay. modern times current day it, gotcha. it's it's a, it's a show that takes place both in like the early 90s and in current day okay so melanie linsky is one of the uh mains in this show she is fantastic the reason why she stands out is she's the only person, and I have no problem saying that, she's the only person on that show that holds a candle to Christina Ricci on that show. Mm. And Christina Ricci in this show is amazing. Yeah. Melanie Linsky, she stands right up there with her. So when you look at her, she doesn't look intimidating at all. Like, she has, like she's just that type where she, you look at her and you're just thinking, oh, soccer mom that's 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 your role that's what no she in in yellow jacket she is fantastic and i just want to give her a lot of props i don't know when i'm gonna get to talk about her again <laughs> so that's why i'm giving her a lot of praise right now she's amazing in yellow jackets and even here she plays off a lot of that character she doesn't seem all that intimidating she doesn't seem like she should be in charge she's interrogating this doctor about the whereabouts of this henry character you don't think she has what it takes to actually do this job. She doesn't look the part for this at all. She eh. does not look like she belongs in this role. Like, mm. the leader? You're the leader of the resistance here? She's I don't left. buy this for a second. She's who's left. Hmm? I said she's who's left. I feel like she's the one who I, picked I, up the mantle because somebody else is no longer there. Yes, that's that's kind of what I'm getting. That's kind of what I'm getting to. But she wears and she she wears the role really well. So this old guy, he's like, he doesn't know where Henry is. He's pleading with her. I'm just a doctor. I delivered you the whole thing. And then it kind of gets to her. And then there's a whole lot of commotion going on outside. She goes outside. She sees the bodies. It's Joel's handiwork. And she immediately jumps into these conspiracies about this is Henry. She goes back inside without hesitation tells the guard to open the door and I'm guessing she shoots that doctor right in the head. And that's the end of him. And then she goes outside. She rallies up all the troops. This is Henry. Go get him and find co-conspirators and all that good stuff and kill all of them. When you when you first look at her, like everything about her, her voice, her mannerisms, the way that she plays, she does not belong here, but she's doing it here and she is. I, I think I think she's a fantastic actress. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's come a long way. Oh, do you know what she started off with in the early days? You played in Buffy some... the Vampire Slayer, like everybody else. No. No. Pedro Pascal. Dude. I would have said that too. I, I, I would. I would have said Buffy too. Dude, Pedro Pascal <laughs> was in Buffy. The movie or the TV series? The TV series. He played like a freshman, a college freshman in one episode. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. Dude, he's been around for a while just playing like small parts. Anyways, Did you say Christina Ricci earlier? Or, I yes. haven't. She's, she, she plays. Where ha I haven't seen her like anywhere in a long so, time. She's done a lot. She's in this show, lot. in this show, the three, the three mains are, like I said, Melina Linsky, Christina Ricci. <laughs> What's her name? Oh my god, I can never remember her name. Um, Natural Born Killers. Oh, Juliette Lewis. Juliette Lewis. Yeah. Like these are the three main female leads in this show, and all three of them are fantastic. And you wouldn't think that 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 Melanie Liskey would be able to like be on Keep par with, with either yeah. one of them. But she's she she blends in so well, and she, my God, Christina just, Ricci's yeah. cousin was actually in my wedding. 
Oh. Yeah. He w- he was one of my groomsmen. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Richie Richie. Richie 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 I'm not it's not a pun it's not a joke I'm I'm dead serious anyway so anyways uh what were you saying Chuck about where uh no she's just been in a lot of stuff I mean back in the day she played in um what was that oh you seen Coyote Ugly back in the late 90s oh my she also played in um with uh, Reese Witherspoon in Sweet Home Alabama, she was a redneck's wife with a son. Who are you talking about right now? <laughs> Melanie. Oh, Linsky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's been in a bunch. She's, she's in, in a, a ton of bunch things, of but stuff. Never, a, never, never a major role. Well, always like a side very, character, and she's yeah. always like a country girl. You know, very yeah. soft spoken, <clears throat> very homey, very like. Even in Coyote Ugly, she was the one who lived across the river. And not in New York City. And she was the country girl that got introduced to the city. Um, don't ask me how I know that. I haven't seen that movie in like 25 years. But I did watch the movie. Chuck really uh, loved that movie. Oh, I fan- he it was to, fantastic. It, he, hasn't, he hasn't seen it in 20 years. But he watched it like five times a week. <laughs> what movie are we talking about? Coyote now? Ugly. Coyote Ugly. Oh. It's a real bar. Oh, you're a fan. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, I mean, great. We can review it if you want to. <laughs> Next week we should on do Black and White ugly. Reviews, Coyote <laughs> Ugly. Well, I walked right into that one. <laughs> it's better than what the two of you are recommending in the background right now. I didn't recommend that. <laughs> you agreed, though. To rip on it, yes. Yes, yes. Not to, like, do, like, real stuff with it, because... Mm. I would never like give that the full black and white review because it's not worth it. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious that the single did better than the movie. <laughs> we had you had uh, the song Big Will made and more Drew Hill. money than the movie. <laughs> okay. Anyways, not, so, we're talking about Will Smith, hey, nice not Biscuit. How's your mom? <laughs> Red, <laughs> fire, passion. We 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 use drums to communicate. <laughs> neck, neck. Well, at least you got red. I ain't got nothing for neck yet, but you still got he red. Passed up. He passed up the Matrix to do Wild Wild uh, West. Ah, yeah. Was he, yep. was he supposed and to? Now, was he supposed to be Morpheus like that? No, dude. He was, no, supposed, he was to supposed to be Neo. I don't see that at all. Well, you don't have no, to see neither that, do I. But. I don't see anybody except for Keanu Reeves. But I'm just saying, he passed up Neo I think, I think, to do Wild Wild I think West. Nicolas Cage could have done it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're moving on. <laughs> so Jeffrey Pierce shows up armed to the gills. Now, Jeffrey Pierce is the voice of Tommy in the game. I immediately knew. He didn't even try to nope. hide that he was Tommy <laughs> in the game. Like, you listen to his voice, you close your eyes for a second. It's like, oh, this is obvious. Here he is. Like, it was... It was so clear. I was as soon as I heard him speak. You could hear it, right? I was Lee? like, "Wow, they're they're." Yeah, yeah. I could hear it. Uh huh. <laughs> I said, "You know what? This guy sounds like he'd be in a video game." And specifically, Tommy in Sorry. this video game. Oh, absolutely! Tommy. Like everybody, you can play the game or not play the game, but you just do it. Like, oh, dude, I'm pretty sure he's Tommy. Yeah. In this game. <laughs> not. I'm sorry, Lee. <laughs> 
Anyways. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> she, so, like I was saying before, she rallies up all the troops, gets the mob together, and she sends everybody else to go kill Joel and, 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 and Henry and anybody else that I, I don't know. She just sends everybody out to go get them. So they're doing the whole thing. Joel and Ellie are holed up in a bar, and they're just waiting for everything to kind of die down so they can make their next move. And, I was um, not happy with having this. A com- Let me get through. Okay. They start having a conversation about what it's like to hurt people, and Joel basically tells her, listen, I understand where you're coming from. He tries to go through the whole rigmarole, and then he says, wow, I'm really bad at this, and he shuts that down real quick. And he makes up for it by showing her the proper way to hold a gun because Fedra completely failed at teaching her how to hold a gun. They go through all that. He jiggles it in her hand to, you know, show her that, see, look at that. You got a good grip. And yeah, and Ellie basically admits that it wasn't her first time that she had to do anything like this. Go ahead, Chuck. What what are you not happy? They're going from door to door, breaking into everything, and they just happen to miss this one place that is covered in just glass front with newspaper and they're peeping through it, and it's the only door in the street that they don't happen to break in. I, I wasn't a but fan of that. But he explains it. But he explains it by saying they're only looking at apartment buildings right now. They'll come back later. I agree. That is the dumbest but I, it, cop and I, out and I also love, ever. I also love the line. I also love the line. Like, oh, we're wait- we'll just wait for the trucks to go by and then we'll leave. And the trucks drive by <laughs> and they immediately leave. And they don't leave. Yeah. They, they hang uh, around. He, they he have that talk for a little Once you while, can't hear yeah. trucks anymore. Yeah. But, and, and, but we couldn't hear trucks. I don't know if they could hear trucks. But when? When do you go? Like, okay, and we want to go to the tower because you can see things better. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I don't see okay. why they didn't just so bust this door down. They had a whole army of people. Well, right hold on, hold on. The reason why, what gets me even more is when they get to the tower, what happens should have happened in this little restaurant, bar, place, but it happens in a secured tower. It, it, that This is what happens when they, when they deviate too much from the game. Um, I don't like it. I like this episode. I didn't like these two switcheroos that happened in this place, but mm. it is what it is. When we get to the tower, I want you to explain that because I'm, I'm kind of lost there. I don't know what you mean there. Here, I kind of get what you understand. I, I understand what you mean. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous that they're able to just, you know, hang out there with everybody else going by and they don't break into but, okay, this so one Because we're, we're almost there. But when they get to the tower and they fall asleep and they wake up, People, Henry and Sam, they, they're, they're found. They get found. Oh, yes. okay. So they're in this secure tower. They're in a room by themselves. No light. It's dark. No one has any idea where they are. No one's followed them, but all of a sudden they get found. They're in the middle of this town where every building is being searched and they don't get found. Well, because they didn't want to walk up 32 floors to get up there. <laughs> As we saw, you know, that was very challenging for Joel, who's 56 years old. That's a lot of steps, bro. <laughs> I'd be stopping at 30 yeah. to 32 stories. I, I understand that, but that's my point. They're not going to go all the way up there 
And the elevators clearly don't work, so ex- they're like, eh. Ex- <laughs> exactly. But yet they get found. And in this... Well, they got found by whom? We didn't watch the next episode yet. It, you and I have not. Will has, so they, we can't get into this. What I'm saying is... No, they're found at the end of this episode by, um, by Henry found and Sam. By, by who? Who? Hen- Hello? Henry and Sam. Maybe I missed it. I, I thought the episode ended. Somebody found them, and then it was like end credits. Okay, either way, regardless of who found them, they got found 32 stories up in this empty, dark tower that you just And said, I assumed it was from somebody who was living in that tower. Yet they're in a storefront in a small town that is being searched <laughs> by 40 people, and they don't get found. City. It's a city, not a small town. They should have gotten found in the in the storefront and not in the tower. Is my point. But they didn't. I I just had a revelation about this podcast, and I'm more in love with it than ever. <laughs> no, no, what's that? So when 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 it's something comedic, the two of you are usually on the same side, and I'm the odd one out, which I have zero problem with. When it's something serious, Chuck and I are usually on the same side, and Lee is the odd one out. But when it is the absolute absurd, Lee and I are on the same page, and Chuck is usually the odd one out. And I'm coming to this revelation now. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's it's amazing. It's fantastic. It's a great, 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 great dynamic we got going on. Anyway, so you you think this point is absurd then? You, really? <laughs> you guys pick out the dumbest think, thing sometimes. I, hang on, you harp hang on, on it. hang on. Let me. Oh fi- my gosh! Let me finish. Let me fit. No, I think I think you're harping on this little thing right here is absurd. That's what I think. That this is it's it's not that big of a deal that they managed to get up to the top of the tower and there are just people there. I don't. That's that part's on. not. Why be, wouldn't there be people that, there? Why wouldn't there be people there? Because they're running too. I get that, but what I—I'm not saying being I'm, and, found, and, and, in, and the, Talit, being found point, in the tower in and of itself isn't a big deal. The fact that they get that they get found in the tower and not in this open storefront where they're checking everything and they don't get found is what makes it ridiculous. Had Which, that not again, happened, different again, story. They weren't. They weren't looking at storefronts. They were only looking at apartments. <laughs> Which is absurd. I mean, I mean, Joel said it. I mean, he clearly said. I get that, but <laughs> therefore it's true. <laughs> All right. I guess I just see things differently than you guys. I have nothing. I have nothing. I do think. I do think it's hilarious that after he teaches her how to hold the gun the right way, he tells her to put it in her bag, not her back pocket, because she'll shoot her butt off. So, you know, a Christmas story reference, which is kind of cute. Well, I mean, I guess. Oh, come on. I wouldn't call it a Christmas story reference. I would call it a common sense, you know. You'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your butt. Anytime you hear you'll shoot body part off, it's a Christmas story reference. I, I've said it out loud and didn't mention Christmas story or didn't even think Christmas story. I'm just saying. Okay. Like, it's just... I wouldn't call it a okay. reference. I would just call it, a, a you know, something you would say to somebody who's inexperienced with a gun. 
Like I don't I don't I don't carry a gun in any place that would shoot anything off of me. <laughs> so, so they're going to leave the building and before they leave we get a nice moment where Joel basically tells her that we'll get through this. So we're back with Kathleen and Perry and they find somebody's hideout and there was some kid there because there's drawing and crayons and everything else all over the place going on and uh, they're out of food so they must be on the move but there's more and they go down below and the ground moves. Ah. ah. Yeah. I don't know what this is because I didn't no, play the game. No, you I, 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 am, I imagine here. some giant fungus. <laughs> this, Probably. Some giant fungus monster. Probably. A giant fungus monster. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like Super Mario Brothers 93, you know? Oh, bloater. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at, so. If this is how they introduce that, that I th- do. this is how they introduce those. Uh, I haven't watched the next, I know you have, Will, but I haven't yet. If this. I haven't. I only I only wa- I watched uh, like the first half hour and then something happens where they're clearly building to it and I was like okay I need to stop mm. because I don't want to I want to go into this podcast fresh. Thank you. So it's got a my thought it. process is when I first saw that I was like it's a bloater because they haven't because th- that was they were introduced with Bill in the TV sh- in the game they haven't intro- at this point they were still they were in the game they're not here. So that would be my only thought process is it's a bloater. You want to know something that I read that I found really interesting that that kind of blows my mind just because of the day and age we're in with technology? These are all prosthetics. Oh, yeah. Like the way that they did the runners, the way that they did the clickers, and from what I read, the way that they do the bloater, all prosthetics. Mm-hmm. No special effects. That's yeah, pretty you cool. Can tell. But it, I have a problem with that because there's clearly a special effect here. Oh. So Kathleen and, and, and Perry are down and they're looking at the ground. Mm-hmm. They flinch before the tremor. Like a good second before the ground moves, they flinch. Mm. They felt it. Stop. <laughs> stop it stop it anyways so yeah so they have a situation and they decide you know what we're not going to tell everybody else why wouldn't they tell everybody they're not going to tell everybody else they want this henry situation dealt with before they do i don't know why they're not telling everybody that seems kind of stupid just let every like that, that that okay um um yeah so Joel and Ellie, like you were saying before, they make their way to the top of the building, and Joel is, is very tired, and he's very old. Um, on their way up, they have a conversation that keeps going about the hurting people, and she basically asks him, you know, how did you know it was going to be an ambush? He says he's been on both sides, and she asks him if he ever killed any innocent people, and she, he just looks at her and doesn't really answer, and they keep on moving. They make it to the top. They make themselves some beds. You know, diarrhea is hereditary. Runs in your genes. Runs in your genes. And Joel laughs. And I thought this was perfect. I love that Joel laughed here. I love that he couldn't contain himself anymore. I love that it faced the black with the two of them laughing. I love that. I love the the, the bonding that's going on between these two characters right now. I love every moment. I would say this. I I almost feel like he should have laughed kind of to himself and not openly to her. 
it would have helped drag it on a little bit longer. They did that already it, it, in the it, beginning. It, did he really? Did he? Did he grin? He he, he chuckled, chuckled in the in the, he, in the campsite. They, he chuckled the first time and held it back really hard. Yeah. Okay. At this right, point, right. in the first time when they're outside the truck, he kind of shrugged it off. In the campsite, he chuckles. At this point, he all out belly laughs. So you see the progression yeah. as the episode goes on. So I was fine with it. Okay. All right. I'll, and I'll forgive it. To further to further that point. She needed that moment. Yeah, she did. Like, after everything that happened, she needed that moment, and Joel just completely gave dropped the her. facade and, yeah. and, and gave into her and everything else. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then they are held up by a couple of people. Well, so let's go back for a second, because as they're getting in there, he's he broke I'm glass. Sorry, you're right. He broke glass, yes. and he's basically shimmying it all over the floor, like shaking it out. So if uh, now I remember why I, did, I, I remember why I didn't write this down. Yeah. Very Mission Impossible. So, oh yeah. So he's shaking it off. I hate this. So so I hate this. He can clearly hear it if somebody tried to walk through it. She's like, oh, you're gonna hear it. Like you know, you're old and blah blah blah, whatever. He's like, no, I'll hear it. And then clearly not the case because no, then you missed a big thing because he's deaf in his right ear. So he sleeps uh-huh. on... Well, hard of hearing. Well, hard of hearing, whatever, in his right ear. So he whatever. sleeps uh-huh. on his right ear so he can hear with his left. And then what uh-huh. happened is she tells the joke, he starts laughing, he rolls over and falls asleep on his left ear. So now he can't hear anything at all. Okay. So, Lee, you know how in video games, the main character or whatever, even if you're playing a video game that isn't superhero, the video... You you always get like an ability. Yeah. Usually, you know, he has a Joel's disability. ability is superhuman hearing. Really? Like it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. So almost like a bat. Like you can hear around corners. You can om- and when you and when you activate the super hearing, you can almost see through the wall to see what the bodies on the other side of the oh, wall are doing. Wait a second. Wait a second. Is he Spider Man? Because I'm pretty, pretty sure that's Marvel's Spider-Man, which is a fantastic game. It's, but there's no way this man who's partially deaf in one ear has a power-up that he can activate, as you put it, activate, <laughs> so he can hear around corners and through walls. And, and you can make it stronger the further you get in, 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 the, Shut um, in the game by, your mouth. by taking pills. I don't think he Shut your mouth. Is- what? Hard of hearing in one ear in the game, though. No, nope. he has super hearing in the game. Right. You push the button, yeah. the whole screen goes gray. L three, and the bodies everywhere else around you L3, light up baby. like a Christmas L3, tree. Hit L three. <laughs> oh dear. I'm not kidding. Oh, so dear. it's just funny that here he has a hearing problem. That's how they're explaining that ability away. <laughs> or no, it's That's actually it's up. actually more Daredevil because he's hard of hearing in one Kinda. ear, so he actually got super hearing in the other. Shut your mouth that's more it's It's more daredevil than it is spider-man i understand that it's so the way they're doing the way they're doing it here in the show is let's redo (laughs) star wars and remove the force huh let's redo star let's redo star wars and remove the force you're saying in this show compared to the video game he goes from having super hearing to having (laughs) less hearing 
That's like removing the force from Star Wars. Like actual Star Wars, not Star Wars stories or spinoffs. Like Luke is just a guy. A dude. Just a dude. What's the force? I don't know. Uh, he doesn't know. <laughs> Never heard of it. He's working at Tashi Station. Yeah, that's, working, that's he's the- hanging out at Tashi Station. He's looking at the lightsaber. He turns it on. It, it blows right through his head. And, you know, created by George Lucas. You know, that's that's it. I do think I, I I don't like it. I don't like the way they explain away that's the ability up. that you have in the that game. Is, that is, that's so that's messed up. That's so messed up. <laughs> I laugh so hard because Ellie's like, I noticed you have trouble hearing, and I immediately groaned. I'm oh. like, oh, great. it must be for all that. <laughs> it's great. It's a, shoot, do it's you a know. shooting hand. <laughs> because and the thing is, like your first time going through the game. When you, because you're not used to it and you're not used to the combat, you're in, in everything. You rely on that heavily. Like, what's going around this corner? Oh, I'm just gonna hit L3 and oh, there they all are. <laughs> it's perfect. It's it's. <laughs> this is the exact same thing in Spider-Man. It's it's ridiculous. Is it the but same anyways, game like engine? I was saying, no, I wouldn't. It's more like it's. I'm telling you, it's more like Dare, It's more like Daredevil because it's almost in the game. It's like sonar. You see, when did you play Daredevil in the games? Not the game, the t- the movie. The movie. The movie. Oh boy. When you see him hearing and he's using yeah, I, sonar I and he sees the outline of the people. That's how it's like in the Dude, game. Dude, I understand. Have you played the Spider-Man games? Because it's just like that. Same idea. It's his spider sense. He can see through wooden doors. X-ray cat. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, he can. Same thing. Did you say X-ray cat? Yes. Sorry, that's a uh, that's a Tom Green reference. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I I am I am oh, still Tom a fan Green. of the show. I'm still a fan of the show. Um, it's Freddy just what? 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 You said Tom uh. Green. He said Tom Green, so I just said Freddie Godfrey. Well, that's the movie I'm referencing, yes. Going to X-ray Austin, Cat. Massachusetts. Uh, Austin, Austin, Massachusetts? You mean Boston? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was Road Trip. I hated that. Anyway. I can't stand him. He's worse than... <laughs> he's so bad. You remember when he and Andy Dick dressed up as each other? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, was, and they and they went into they went into the the interview the office and they started like breaking stuff. I'm Tom Green. Why? I'm Tom Green. Tom Green is on the same <laughs> level Andy as Will Dick. Ferrell is for me. Oh, dude. Yes. Will Ferrell is like Wedding Crashers I, I, was a fantastic movie until Will Ferrell. I know. You know what, Chuck? I think there's a certain point. I don't like Will Ferrell either. <sighs> I'm right there with you. Step Brothers would have been great if it I, wasn't for Will was... Ferrell. <laughs> Anchorman would be great if it wasn't for... Okay, okay, listen. The point is, I get it. You don't like Will Ferrell. He is the best George Bush, though. Oh, my God. On on SNL, he does a good job. I will say that about Will. On SNL, he does a good job. He did a fantastic (laughs) George Bush. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, my God. Anyway, what I was saying is, I'm still a fan of the show. Um, Whether I've played the game or not played the game, I've never played any of it. This is one of the few games that people talked about for a long time that I've never even touched or seen any of the gameplay. Um, 
I'm interested in seeing where it goes, but it's going to be very hard for me to not have this like comparison to Walking Dead Ugh. because I'm I'm not I'm not saying I'm like I'm going to sit there and judge it. It's just that just get I, just, I can't get over just get that. Walking Dead out of your head for this TV show. Like I'm I nah. listen. I'm saying no matter how many times I can tell myself to do that, it's not going to happen. I'm going to compare it no, that way. It's it's, it's like a it's a it's like a rubber band. You know, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna eventually go back to it unless it snaps. No matter how much I try and yeah, well, it hasn't snapped yet, so we'll see. Well, the only thing that snapped the rubber band of Walking Dead was Breaking Bad because Breaking Bad is amazing and f- will forever be like the best show I've ever watched. I, I can't I can't imagine anything blowing that out of the water. So we talk do I want to get into this? Mm, do we? I, I think I can do this without without spoiling anything. <sighs> we talk a lot about the changes that the show is making from the game. And some good, some bad. The direction that they went in with you know, the way that they're introducing um, uh, Henry and Sam, it's an okay change. With, you know, Joel and Ellie just down in that ridiculous bar and nothing happened to them, that's a stupid change that I really didn't care for. But there was one change that they clearly made that I am a fan of. In the game, there is an encounter that I'm not going to give away, but you do a mission and the way that you get through the mission is you have to listen for another character walking on broken glass. Mm. Just random. There's just random broken glass in this encounter. Yeah. And we know that Joel I can't like do that because he's partially deaf. Well, when you're, when you're doing this encounter in the game, you're playing as Ellie. Thank God. So... But it's never explained, like, like where the glass came from, how it all broke. None of that in the game is ever explained. It's just randomly there. So you Here, like it's like, oh, th- yeah. she learned how to do this from Joel. Yeah, that's cool. So that I'm happy about. I do about. like that. That I'm really happy about, that she learned something. So there we, that's, that's, and that's all I'm going to say. You're right. That's really cool. I do appreciate that. Okay. All right. You two look done. No, I'm thinking. I'm just trying you to. You look tired. I'm tired. Chuck looks tired. But I'm still just thinking about so. just everything. Your your original comment about how <laughs> the, the where we are all different, yet all yet the same at different, and different. That whole thing just is funny. Well, as as we know, I always just want to be the odd man out and fight for the little guy. <laughs> so, so that's kind of where I'm at. Fight for the little guy. You keep you keep on fighting for him. But anyway, we're done. Yeah, I'm yeah, calling. I'm, I'm, I'm calling because the both of you are just kind of I'm out of here. Here, but I'm, you can't even remember what I said. This the, <laughs> this one looks like he's ready to kill over. So I'm calling it now. Final thoughts? Any either of you? I gave my final thoughts. There you go, Chuck. I like the TV show. I think it's doing a really good job overall. Um, I do hope that they tie in stuff that they've missed in the game in the next episode. Because um, they're taking a big risk, giving two episodes to this whole ensemble of characters that was not in the game. Um, so I'm hoping they will tie other parts of the game in with this ensemble of characters. Other than that, I mean, I think they're doing a great job. I think that overall, um, you know, I'm a little, 
on board with you, Will, but not fully there. I think that, you know, the relationship between Ellie and Joel, you know, it's moving faster than the game. Um, but I'm okay with it. It's not ruining it. Again, for me. that could just that could just be that could just be my relationship with the game and the fact that there's like I said, between Ellie shooting the guy and Joel, you know, giving her the gun and, and, and trusting her, like I said, depending on how you play, there's easily three and a half hours of gameplay that goes right. by. So it feels like a long Four and time. a half for me. That's, and maybe that's Maybe that's just my bias. So, and and I'm willing to accept that. If it's okay with the two of you, more Lee, because Lee's the Lee's the one who hasn't played the game, so he's the one. If it's okay with him, then I'm just gonna, you know, swallow it and say, okay, fine, I'll forget about it. So, okay, all right, I'm you're done. done. I'm done. You two look like you're about to pass out. I'm gonna call it. We're gonna get out of here. Good night, everybody. Have a good See night, ya. guys. Alone and forsaken by fate and by man. Oh, Lord, if you hear me, please hold my hand. Oh, please understand. Oh, where has she gone to?